0: Hey now, welcome back to Blacker Cops Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash, season eight, episode two, Armageddon, part two, written by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza, directed by Minhaj Huda. I end this episode a 8.4 out of 10. It was a mixed bag of things. I feel that the overall plot is intriguing. There are a lot of little nuggets of interesting takeaways for possible future story arcs. However, most of the script in this episode was rather clunky and I wasn't a fan of it. Versus the last episode, it was corny in a way that read very comic book to me. And thus I gave it a lot more credit because I can see a translation from script to page, even if it may not have been your cup of tea. But this week I just see really poorly written scenes and dialogue, which is bothersome. And I feel like with this writing duo, it is either... like they're very one way or the other. Like it either bombs, or it's kind of a bomb, or it's a really good episode. I'm not sure to have to go research which is the last episode that they've written I've really been a fan of. I think the directing took some liberties that I really appreciated. Even if some of it was a little like for instance this beginning scene we're going to talk about. That tackle was just weird the way it was shot. Um, and apparently it was just to ascertain the strength level Despero would need to eventually kill Barry once he proves himself the prophesized ender of the world, because Barry is going to go mad. B.K.A. Sabotage 2.0 is on the horizon, or maybe it's 3.0 at this time. I've lost track. Oh man, not again. I like the idea of mindfuckery. I don't know how much it's going to play out in the coming episodes. But if done well, which for the most part, I will say was done well without having to show it all, that was effective. So I like that type of arc to lean into because I think it makes in itself all alone a good villain. And even the villain of this episode, I quite enjoyed unlike last week's villain. He's got grief coming and it starts a never ending cycle of sorrow that will crack his mind, Despero tells him. It's not a matter of if but when, even though you gave him seven days, because with his accelerated abilities, apparently, comes his odds of, or increases his odds of going insane, which that makes sense, especially after the ASF from last season, which they reminded us of twice. The beginning starts tomorrow, so why did you give him seven days to begin with? I thought he was going to disappear after saying, I'll be watching you. And then his little eye came out, and then it just got uncomfortable again. And that's where I met where some of the the scenes linger way longer than they needed to be. Alex gives Star Labs the alien database uh, for information on Despero, and we're reminding... Or being reminded that Caitlyn is dating and his name might be Marcus. (laughs) They just needed to throw that little nugget out there. Despero is off the radar. That sounds like a black name, by the way. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. Because I'm pretty sure Mimi is going to say so much more. (laughs) Despero is off their radar, even though they're the alien experts. So he's a real threat. Allegra doesn't think Barry would ever destroy the world. Are you fucking dumb? And I feel like she didn't read the manuscript for the last, you know, four or five seasons. There's <laughs> always been at the heart of the end of the world. Did you not hear about crisis? Jesus, girl, you would never while frost reminds everyone we know that man got an alter ego that takes many different forms only half checked in the real these last five years right because we know he also has a temper it even resulted from once again the asf and i felt that they had frost be the cisco in this scene he was always the one that was like yeah i love you bear but seriously you know you'd be fucking up (laughs) <laughs> Did he just say leveled up?
1: You're mad,
0: I'm back. Big man, he's mad, she's mad, big bad. As cringy as it was the first episode that it continues to go into this episode is shameful. You should be ashamed. I know. Eric somewhere with his tea. I'm a thought I'll own it i'm not ashamed but goddamn it enough is enough allegra thinks it's weird an alien would be concerned about earth he doesn't even live here does she not watch supergirl or superman or i mean the chick was just on the screen <laughs> whose job is aliens <laughs> being concerned about earth matters <laughs> Analyzing Despero, he has the strength of Kryptonians and is a serious contender to whoop his ass. Iris asked, what's the plan? And he said, prove him wrong by doing nothing. I like that plan.
1: Shut up, shut your
0: goddamn mouth! Barry said, we're going to protect this city. I assure you, Frost said, even from you? Iris turned ever so slowly to glance in her direction. Bitch, I hope the fuck you do. You'll be a dead son of a bitch, I tell you that. We got it, Daenerys. We don't need you to belittle the point. Belabor. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Frost tells Chester he needs to build a weapon. And he says he never built anything to hurt someone. And I'm like, did you not read the job duties on the application, bruh? She tells him he has to be ready to defend Barry's life no matter what. Are we killing this season? I'm not exactly opposed to more villains getting a harsher treatment because they've been skeet-skeeting for like four years now if you are keeping track of the drinking game we definitely said we were gonna play or if you got your blunts this would be number two barry has been up all night unable to sleep worried about iris but she promises to have a boring day planning to help Cecile with jenna due to her having a big case They both have been having a hard time lately.
2: No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 No!
0: That's when I knew. I said, where is Joe? Him not being in the first episode didn't freak me out too much. Him not being in this episode and this being the second time after that weird slip up from last episode yeah it was confirmed it was confirmed in my heart and my soul i don't know if i should be mourning though because i'm not sure if i should believe i'm kind of like buried at this moment i'm in denial <laughs> like oh, there's some other explanation for what's going on some other one but if this is really the end of joe i don't know how to feel um and i hope it does involve more if it is indeed you know um his au revoir to the show because i'm not saying jesse martin after eight seasons wouldn't maybe possibly want to retire like anyone else um he's not a spry spy chicken I'm not saying he, he <laughs> he's um but we know he had health concerns back problems and things like that and this is a pretty strenuous schedule um going back and forth to canada is where they film i believe so it would not surprise me after the last two years if jesse l martin had decided to step away from the show i just hope that there is some service to it if it is indeed true which i don't doubt that there would so i'm just at this point in shock and a little bit unsure about where we're going emotionally but i have a feeling <laughs> by the way that the other characters were acting if this is an illusion of some kind it's a pretty pretty elaborate one and while i think that there are factors that we'll discuss in making barry lose his mental facilities. I'm not sure that the reason for it or the the um what's the word I'm looking for I guess the reasoning because that's the easiest word and I can't find the synonym right now is that Joe is actually dead. She says baby we're gonna be fine because we are destined to be together that's our
1: fate.
0: they both look gorgeous here bathed in light he is called to ccpd or he's called by ccpd to go to a crime scene of a bank robbery where the security guy went suddenly mad fired his weapon and everyone ran out four officers had to restrain the guy and i was like uh oh and then once again the realization oh that's why kristen kramer is still the chief of police she shows up to tell barry that he is being investigated for federal crimes having come from the mayor's office and he needs to hand over that badge despero is in the crowd being a creeper i got my eyes on you i will say there was definitely evidence that despero himself was fucking with him like that that's a good if i had to (laughs) pick a theory at this point, that's a pretty good one because he can mess with minds and he seems to be purposely fucking with Barry. Kramer tells him they found new evidence that suggests in Carver's case he may have been manipulating evidence as well as Sunshine. With the investigation above her pay grade, uh she tells him he has to leave. And I'm glad she stuck to this instead of listening to Barry talking about trust me, I'm innocent. Yeah, but there's also the law and due process, which he agrees to help him with, but it would be irresponsible to let you work a crime scene. <laughs> like, I need to vouch for you, not seem as if I'm abating you in the crimes. And then she said the words, if Joe were here and he didn't seem to pick up on any of these context clues. <laughs> oh, and we have a timeline too, because she said after last year. So I like that there's been a bit of a jump in time. Now, this is where I'm thinking someone could easily place evidence for him. Someone like, I don't know, a speedster that may have a chip on his shoulder and kind of leans into something that Despero says a little bit later. That seems to be a little bit of a premonition of things. Cecile goes, all Shira, at the wrongful suspension. She said termination. I'm like, but he wasn't actually terminated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and plans to slap a lawsuit on the department you tell him i'm coming
1: and hell's coming with
0: me you hear she said his record is immaculate if you you know had his uh, whole accusation of murder expunged <laughs> barry seems nonplussed by her fragile emotional state but he is supposed to know why cecile feels they are not alone and alas they aren't as desperate in a projection of consciousness just dropping by to access his mental state his tragedy hasn't broken his mind yet but he's waiting for that moment she equates his energy to drowning and wonders if he is what drives him insane which i stated earlier was a fair question however dropped into his lap is another convenient explanation which is the meta he phases into the room to talk to the traumatized guard who whispers demonically zotar that freaked me the fuck out when he jumped up in the bed i was like "Nah, no no jump scares no jump scares <laughs> but that's the best thing about the mind stuff you get them the you get to distort their voices and stuff i think i said stuff like four times <laughs> Caitlin calls with more bad news. They are shutting down Star Labs due to a radiation leak. My world is crumbling around me. Just when Allegra and Caitlin think it's impossible to be close to a nuclear meltdown, Chester shows all the proof that they've been negligent. I refuse to answer any questions on the ground that they may incriminate me. Jesus, Chester, build their fucking case for them, will you? <laughs> that guy was nice. And not being like, yeah, you irresponsible motherfucking pricks that almost destroyed the city once. We gonna shut this shit down. And they make it very clear that's what they want to do to Star Labs. But this also feels like something, you know, like the the things that should be working were not working. This feels manipulative in a way where someone seems to be setting them up so that Barry is isolated away from the things that he knows They're putting him in in a state of mind or events are putting him in a state of mind that's going to push him and i'm going to guess as i stated earlier that thawne would be the person behind it because this is his mo and this episode kind of felt very reminiscent of when he came back from flash time and it was iris but he didn't know what happened also they're gonna demolish star labs and they say that it's up to the city and Just because they packed up, I'm going to guess they're not going to destroy it. They better not. (laughs) They better give me some time to mourn my loss. Did we need the AKA home base? Because Flash HQ was self-explanatory enough as Barry tasked them with grabbing as much critical shit from their areas before they have to leave. Barry goes to Gideon to conceal their Flash HQ shit with holograms. The fact that we're concealing it made me feel a little bit better but to conceal the data that they're not going to demolish it is what i mean to conceal the data on the servers gideon must self-destruct goodbye my lover goodbye my friend i was pretty content with this because you don't need a supercomputer if it's not going to be utilized because then that would easily explain like why don't you ever use gideon don't put things on the chessboard <laughs> that are gonna overturn all of, like it's gonna trump everything on it. it, it uh, that's a horrible analogy. It's just like a horrible one. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not even gonna try to, to retrace myself there. I'm just gonna keep barging ahead. Sad faces all around, get on the elevator. Come on now, like they can't see Frost ice bridging shit from star labs and broad daylight like those lines we don't need frost helped look (laughs) don't even give me an explanation i don't need to know she's disappeared from the building before at least that was under the cover of darkness they reconvene at Caitlin's. morale's pretty damn low but it's nice once again to see barry the leader encouraging them to have faith not in just him but each other which they do But they also wish there was an explanation other than Despero is right. Which even Allegra is considering. Luckily there is. And he has the hot wife to get the word on the street. Which he tasks her reporters to find info on. He wonders if maybe he will hurt people he loves. But she reminds him he has been down this road before. It can never really hurt them. Unless you recall that saber sword going into your back. Miss. Savitar was hella committed and your ass had to pull the trigger if y'all will recall to stop him so stop acting like this is an impossibility you can never never say never clearly we know there's a possible there, there, there's one percent chance uh if you're drinking or smoking this would be number three because that word pops up once again But he does say if something happened to someone he loved due to his enhanced speed, he doesn't know how he would react. And I'm guessing this is what happened with Joe. That he has put that pain somewhere in a box that he's not opening. Iris finds out that Zotar is a psychic meta that drives people's minds insane. This could be the reason he loses his mind and all he has to do is capture her. (sighs) why would Barry Allen show up with no concern for her meta ability not even half a game plan to fail so of course when confronting her he then lost his mind zooped in and attacked his own damn home fucking up his loft he better put that shit back together is she still really calling this nigga Chuck Caitlyn proves his mind is within normal parameters. Like, you guys can't tell, but Caitlin can. Cover me while I scan him. <laughs> I don't know why. It just reminded me of, like, getting into the courthouse. And he took too long to explain he went up against a meta. But why wouldn't he have a plan and still doesn't? Like, I'm just gonna go around the city. I'll find her once again. Okay, but... <laughs> how do we handle her and why did it take you 45 minutes to tell us that you actually went toe to toe with said meta that you were looking for actually why didn't you tell them before when they said when they asked you like what's behind this i thought you gave them the explanation but instead you just now telling them okay there's this meta called zotar (laughs) he searches the city once again but is exhausted and confronted by Despero who knows that zotar ain't it just coincidence well planned it would seem Despero is holding out why he came to earth or calls earth home then he reveals his planet got into some civil war he was victorious however his mercy caused the snake to come back with a vengeance aka thorn now i'm just repeating shit (laughs) y'all have made me say aka like 40 times and now he is banished as the worst fate is losing his home so yeah that's what happens when you keep letting your worst villain skeet skeet is this gonna be the year that iris finally puts a bullet in that motherfucker barry thinks he got this but he don't chester and allegra discuss his pacifism and where it came from I swear, when he was telling that story, I thought it was going to go so much darker than it did. When he said I, he burned down his friend's house, they barely made it out. I'm like, boy, you didn't build nothing that big ass <laughs> to cause an explosion. <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. I just know that um, apparently, you know, things like this seem to be associated with scientists. And I don't know. I feel as if when he turned into the black hole, because his experiment went wrong so if that's the reason why you became a pacifist why are you still a scientist that doesn't make or an engineer of some sort just doesn't compute Allegra tells him to be true to himself just as he gets chatter of an armored truck and its escort as the next place Zotar will hit he said he was going to make a radiation gun like that was is that a coincidence that radiation is leaking and he was going to make a radiation gun I don't understand if he didn't want to do what he wanted to do. Why didn't he just go to the team lead? But I guess there's probably an order. I'll give that. There there definitely seems to be a hierarchy (laughs) in the facility. Like You don't always go to the boss for everything. I will say, sis, Zoltar looked magnificent. Flash shows up with the same non-existent plan to deal with her. Psychic abilities and telekinesis. Where you been? She said back in the day, can you stick around? She was beating his ass, breaking his bones, bending him like a spoon. <laughs> I have no reason to be thinking of Kaya's as my neck and my back, but I was that whole entire time he was being bent. <laughs> I have that song in my head. <laughs> Barry knows he just needs lightning but doesn't have the kinetic energy to build up some and my boy came up with his own solution to generate some and it was amazing and did a lot to salvage my faith in him how is it Barry is generating lightning how is it possible
1: shut your bubblegum dumb dumb looking ass the fuck up
0: I'm not even trying to hate on you it's just The script does. Chester explains he is vibrating his cells and instead of throwing it, the lightning, it unleashes the beast. Also causes property damage to like $1.6 billion. (laughs) That says some number on the news, but they shouldn't be that close. If there were people injured in that moment, witnessing, because I would have saw that happening and realized, yeah, I'm not about to be close to this shit. The meta is meta-cuffed and Barry breathes a sigh of release. He meets the team at Chester's garage and mentions having Joe make his jambalaya. And here we go. Chester's like, why you talk about him like he alive, man? (laughs) Apparently, Joe died six months ago. I did wonder why is he only acting out now? I enjoy the way this was shot as he can't comprehend what he is hearing before running off to Joe's searching for him iris tells him he's scaring her as on the mantle is proof that joe half died iris can't believe he can't recall giving the eulogy at his funeral he doesn't believe it says we need to investigate it cecile comes in and yells at barry to let it go that joe is gone as if they have been struggling with him accepting the truth at some point barry is on the news having destroyed city hall With no recollection of anything. And while the earlier attacks may have been Zotar. This was all him. Or so it would seem. He doesn't remember anything. So what is he blacking out? Despero shows up. Like yeah. So as I was saying. You have to die. Iris had very little response to that. Even if she was defenseless in that moment. I expected her to stand up. Just a bit more for her husband. Cecile tells him to get out of her home, but he chuckles that she is no match for him, putting her ass to sleep.
1: Sleep now.
0: I wonder after all of this, um, maybe he could teach her how to use her powers. Barry says, take me instead of just running away and forcing him to give chase, because that would be the smart thing to do. But sure, he doesn't want his family to get hurt. Chester and Allegra save the day with a force field. Helen Berry, that's all i got so you better get the fuck out of here which he does should have done to begin with Despero aliens the hell out and chastises them for protecting the obvious villain here like that man ain't family to them don't you have family didn't you have family or at least you know what it's like to have people that you trust and you know side with have common goals can we not neutralize you know before neutralize and assess before jumping to murdering him but you an alien so maybe logic isn't your thing i don't know what was that five second breathing and growl i thought he was gonna bust out luke i am your father <laughs> that was terrible They do find out that the flame of Pytar, speaking to Alex once again, is from the sentient planet called Kalinor. So he's a Kalinorian, which is basically a myth of an alien. And they're the first to meet one. Iris thanks Chester for saving them, but he assures, look, we family, we good, we're gonna get Barry back. That's what we do. She wonders what he will be like when he does get back, though. Flash goes to the Hall of Justice where he needs black lightning to discuss injustice. Why his eyeballs go big like that? Like he wasn't expecting to hear that <laughs> there was a problem. <laughs> I swear half of this episode was funny when it was not supposed to be. The other half was bad when it was supposed to be good. And then they had, you know, some developments that are are rather I'm rather curious to to unravel more but yeah overall not the worst but certainly not the best more flaw definitely than the first episode but we do have more opinions besides mine to uh to discuss on this podcast so let's go ahead and segue into the mailbag <laughs>
2: What up, Steena? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for The Flash, uh, season eight, episode two. It is 3.52 in the morning, <laughs> and I watched The Flash probably maybe like 40 minutes ago. I was knocked all the way out after I got home from work um, Friday morning. I worked three days in a row, and in those three days, I worked 42 hours. It was terrible. I don't know if it's the pandemic I'm not sure but people are way sicker than they normally are like I'm used to people being sick but this shit is ridiculous I I am like I mean I guess I'm being paid what I know I'm worth so the job itself isn't really just is dreadful so I don't think I feel as bad um but you know, it's just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and then tonight, um, or actually this afternoon, I have to go to my nephew's second birthday party. Um, and then I promised my son if he left me alone all Friday that I can, I'll i spend an entire Saturday with him and he could pick what we wanted to do. And I know I'm going to live to regret those words. So that's why I'm watching all this stuff now and trying to send feedback because I know Saturday is going to be... He, he never forgets anything. He remembers everything I tell him, every every single word and he will make sure that I live up to what I asked what I asked for like that's why I was living my best life sleeping my whole life away on Friday because I'm gonna pay for it today I can guarantee it um so I know I missed (laughs) I missed the like the feedback last week on the flash and you changed the schedule for me I appreciate it but like I said I didn't like that season opener. I didn't like it at all. Um and seeing this episode in comparison, now I understand why I didn't like it. Now I know I was on the mi- I was a minority. I haven't even listened to any other podcasts. I there was one other Flash podcast I think you actually introduced it to me, Christina, that I started listening to actually after season 7 was over. And, you know, their perspective is different. I I think I you know, I gravitate towards you just because we're both black women and I feel like even though we have a difference of opinion there's things that trigger me (laughs) that I've learned between you and shy trigger you as well so I feel like that camaraderie makes me want to listen to your point of view other than everyone else's but I just I think it actually was you Christina who brought up like you can't have a well-rounded personality if you're only talking to people that agree with you so that is true. So I've been trying, even when it's like a bro podcast that I could tell just a bunch of white men who have no idea when there's a, like a minority character and then a reason then for not like, I've been trying to be open-minded. So I'm trying to broaden my horizons, but, um, I don't know what anyone else is, is thinking of the flash. Cause I haven't, the only one I listened to was yours. Um, but I can tell you now, I understand why I didn't like it. Like the first thing that we opened in on was Barry and Caitlyn and I know Barry ain't checking for Caitlyn but I could just feel those Snowberries energy when they saw that and I'm like why the fuck they opening with them like what like that I don't know why it just it didn't sit right with me but then we saw that you know Iris was living her best life running a whole ass building CCC Media I think it was called and she got an empire so I was like okay it's cool I do feel like i mean Caitlyn is uh has been a part of team flash and I, I was like that's fine i i get why they did it with her but i still i don't know why i thought them making caitlin and snow two different people was gonna mean something at some point now they just got one person playing two characters which i think is fucking stupid whatever but the focus on ray and uh chester um that kind of aspect I don't know like I am not a writer I never pretend to be I don't know if there was a better way for them to introduce us to Despro but I just I feel like you know had the it been some other like something that we're used to like we're used to like the one of the reasons I fell in love with Flash in the first place because it reminded me like Smallville like we meet these like villains you know one by one all these different powers and then like stories unfold like there's like a whole plot like that we're going to, but in the mix of it, there's other things going on too. So maybe if Despro would have been introduced in a different way, I don't know. It's just Ray was never even a character I enjoyed when I used to love the legends. Like he was one of the boring ones. If he wasn't with someone else, his storylines meant absolutely nothing to me. And Nora, his wife, I remember the last episode I watched. She was somebody she was like an evil. I don't remember entirely what happened. I haven't watched the legends in like two or three years. But she was evil, and then she turned good and Ray fell in love with her. And I feel like that shit really only happened because that's literally the guy who plays Ray, that's his real life wife. And I feel like people started being like, Oh my god, that'd be so cute if it got together. Like, so they were like catering the fans, wanting them to be a couple. It's like, but I can remember being disinterested in the show itself because i'm like why are they like they were focused and they were making things that didn't make sense like y'all spent a whole season fighting this bitch and now ray is in love with her like what the that don't make no sense and then there was a bunch of other stuff it was just starting to get stupid but i remember that <laughs> so of course i don't I, I didn't like it because of that um i didn't like the storyline just it seemed boring to me and like i said i thought it was i was just tired because I had just got off work so I went to sleep and then I watched it again and I still didn't like it I even watched it well I tried to watch it again before I watched this new episode and it's still boring so I stand by what I said I know between the three of y'all y'all are shook because y'all freaking liked it um but I didn't oh and them saying level up was fucking like y'all ain't when I used to write papers if I couldn't think of a word if I felt like I was saying a word too many times I would fucking hit that thing up with a thesaurus like let me see what other words can mean the same let me look for a synonym like they did they even said it again in this episode it's like are are y'all gonna say this for eight the whole eight like season eight (laughs) like it's start gonna start getting on my nerve um But I did like this episode. And I swear to you, like, for this episode and last episode, I'm like, where the F is Joe? And then that scene where um, Chester says something about somebody dying, and then everybody looked at Cecile. I was like, did Joe die? And I was like, did Joe die? Why the fuck they didn't say nothing? Okay, Joe didn't die. Joe didn't die. I was like, there's no way he died. And then in this episode, like, the whole, like, I... The whole thing Despero, Despero, i think it's gonna get on my nerve if they hopefully he's only in these five but if they continue with him i i don't know his speech is annoying me like i don't know why like like first of all if what you're saying is true why didn't you just go back to when barry did what he did and kill him before he destroyed like because when we started the when we saw Despero, wasn't he in like 2023 or something like that wasn't it two years in the future why you ain't kill him like if you can kill the flash so easily why are you waiting so long like why didn't you kill him when he first started fucking shit up why you wait till the like he gets to oh now the planet's gonna die let me go all the way back in time if you can time travel why did you why didn't you go back before and say hey look dude i don't know what's going on but let me let me save joe if this is the catalyst that causes Barry to lose his fucking mind I don't know time, time travel's weird I get it but Despro's whole fucking speech annoyed the shit out of me like you're acting like you're a good guy but you're doing things like a villain I need you to pick a side dude I know that everything is black and white but if you can see into everybody's mind you see what kind of person Barry was before why wouldn't you want to save him like to me that that is what I, like when he first was introduced why I didn't understand, like. Why are you going like straight to the worst case? Let me just kill you. You can go back in time, dude. You can change history. Why not have him as an ally? I don't know. That's what I thought about the first episode, and that's all I was thinking about. And in this episode, I can't even. I got, after that bomb was dropped, I don't care about the other stuff that happened. I really don't. Like, I just. I'm straight bamboozled that these fools killed Joe. I could have sworn that he signed, that Jesse Martin signed a contract for season eight. Did I make that up in my mind? Like, y'all can't do this to me. Like, I was not ready. And the thing, (laughs) I don't know what it is about the, the actress that plays Cecile, why she goes so hard. But the entire ending, when they're in the house, and clearly, like, Iris is looking at Barry, like, what do you mean you gave a speech at his eulogy? Like, why are you acting like you don't remember? He died six months ago. And then Cecile brought her little dumb ass down the stairs and she was devastated. Why are you doing this? Like, first of all, bitch, you ain't known Joe as long as any of them in the house. So you, why are you so devastated? That's Iris's damn daddy. And so it he's a daddy figure to Barry, too. He's he's known him. Her, he's Barry has known Joe. Like, I would say four times as long as Cecile. And granted, you're his baby mama, and you have his daughter. Let's not let's not pretend like you don't have a daughter that you ain't never even talk about. But Iris is his daughter too, and your daughter ain't never around Joe. So how many times has she actually seen him? <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. I just I hate when they try to bring Baby Jenna up when it's convenient. Like she she's not a whole ass person. Um, but. I just, the scene itself, like that, I don't know. I just felt like Cecile was doing the absolute most. Like, why are you so devastated? Like, look, look at Barry. He legit thinks that like, y'all are lying. Like, why aren't, why aren't we talking about this? I feel like the majority of the scene should have been like Iris, like Barry, what is wrong with you? Like, tell me the last thing you remember. I need y'all to do some type of investigation because... Why is Joe fucking dead? And y'all didn't ease us into this shit. I'm not okay with it, and i'm and I'm very angry. But it puts something special on this five episode Armageddon thing, and we know Death can go back in time. So I know I need it to unfold. I need things to go on, but that in itself makes me very interested in this Armageddon. And I understand where you're coming from, Barry. I'm distraught too it's it's messing with me um the other thing I wanted to talk about is that like everyone kept bringing up like okay so the this team flash I understand they weren't there they don't get it like Allegra and Chester they keep talking about when you know he was when Barry made his mind so fast that his emotions were gone like I get that they would bring that up but why everybody acting like Savitar didn't happen Do they not remember that? Like, I know they said to say Savitar wasn't Barry, but Savitar was Barry. (laughs) He was Barry under different circumstances. Like, we know what happens when Iris is involved. We know Barry turns really jacked up. Like, he is not himself. Savitar is Barry. And it's a Barry that could happen when something tragic happens to him when he feels I don't know I don't remember what Barry's or Savitar's excuse was but nobody brought that up I know they'd be trying to act like oh he wasn't really Barry but he was like he was he was Barry when he split into however many replicas he made I forget what they call them and then he started he had all of Barry's memories all everything he had was Barry up until he started being treated different so under different circumstances barry can turn into savitar why ain't nobody bringing that up i feel like we should at least acknowledge it like say is it possible that you created another duplicate of yourself for some reason barry and this future barry is savitar is is that possible like nobody brought that up but i really um laughed like I know it wasn't supposed to be funny but when Barry ended up in that like I guess the just I I don't think they call it the Justice League whatever that room was where it had all the people's uh chairs like with Batwoman and then then Black Lightning showed up it made me think I was like oh okay so now I see why Black Lightning is here Barry need his Black Daddy his Black Daddy isn't there so bam Black Lightning's gonna be his Black Daddy I'm okay with that. I am happy that like they're doing a crossover and Black Lightning is a part of it because in the um, crisis, we got such little of their interaction and they seem so compatible that it, it really made me sad. So I hope we get to see Black Lightning and, and the Flash be together this whole episode three. So anyway, I don't know how they're supposed to beat um, Death Bro. Um, I really don't understand why Despero is just determined to just kill Barry in this time period. I don't know, but I am interested. I thought that first episode, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this season, but I think I might be wrong. Um, and um, I am interested to see who blackmailed Barry to make him not, now he can't be a CSI anymore. Um, I know that's probably going to come out i don't know how any like but now it makes sense i was like how is joe how does joe let this happen?" like in sing like he's the chief like or is that what it is joe is was the captain yeah and sings the chief i'm like how did this get all the way to the mayor without any of them knowing like there's no way seeing knowing that Barry's the flash would allow this to happen and i'm like something ain't right here and now now it makes sense because joe's dead this this can't be. they need to reverse time or something because they can't just leave joe dead i'm not okay with that um i did go over but it was just because i was talking about season one so technically that don't count (laughs) so i'll end it here until next time love peace hair grease the black girl magic quitting the couch mimi out that was mama mia
0: with her thoughts on the episode it's funny the things we agree on and the things we don't agree on because i'm totally flipped on the episodes. But I understand your your uh concerns. Especially you made a lot of very valid points about Despero. <laughs> and uh it's the same thing I kind of mentioned at the end of the episode. Why are we so intent on killing him and in, instead of I don't know, figuring out why he goes insane, maybe help him re- retain his his humanity. Seems like and losing his mind is a pretty reasonable response to a terrible thing happening to him and not him doing something terrible. So where's your empathy, pal? It's normal to be exhausted after that many hours of work. And I'm pretty sure that all mixed children like holding people account for every promise or everything. Like you be like, you going to ice skating on Saturday. And I'm like, you really gonna hold on to that shit too you gonna know, hold on to it my mom does it more often than i i just say i don't know because <laughs> i refuse to give promises because <laughs> then she'll have to hold them account to me she jumped in the car today and it was like did you go to the gym I'm like fuck why did i say that <laughs> Actually, i haven't listened to any podcast for the flash i just haven't had any time to listen to anyone but i am curious to hear what people say and i'm probably gonna you know to be fair as i stated earlier i can see why i think i can i can pretty much understand it's not unreasonable why if you didn't like the last episode like some i'm like what but (laughs) um some good rebuttals have been made i didn't know ray was let go by legends of tomorrow and so was his boring ass wife as you pointed out because they both were boring They hit the pinnacle of their story, really, and he really hit the pinnacle in season one. But you know how people just love someone that's comfortable? That's why people still watch the fucking Young and the Restless, and what's the other one, Bold and the Beautiful? Because you're just dealing with characters that do the same thing over and over, but it's comfortable. I felt the same way about How I Met Your Mother. Like Once it got to the second season, I felt I knew all the jokes, and it wasn't funny anymore. Just felt repetitive. I thought they had killed Cecile's daughter to annex her from memory because that would have made more sense to me than Joe. I just figured Joe was like, it crossed my mind, but then I was like, no, no, they wouldn't do Joe like that. So I'm with you. I don't know if he signed the whole season or not. That sounds like some Sasha, uh, some Sasha (laughs) info to be given. So let us know, girl, but for real, for real. Um, as I, as I stated earlier, Jesus, now I'm getting, oh, the show makes me repetitive. I don't think he's dead, (laughs) but if he were, this is an interesting way in which to bring about that conversation. Cause even if you signed up for the whole season and you did five episodes, depending on your contract, I know that, uh, what's her name? And the foundation, what was her name? Tania Miller. She's paid for, she was listed as all uh, 10 episodes, but she was only in like three. So, that, it's possible for that to be a possibility that he got paid for the whole season, even though he's not in the season, whole season. I think that Carlos Valdez kind of did something close to that. And Jared goes soap opera, roll out, and be an adult. The next time we see her. <laughs> they at least move things. At least another year. So she must be at least three or four. I think that. His real alter ego is Savitar. And I am talking about Barry. He be snatching wigs just around Star Labs. When he when the stress is too high. Y'all forgetting season three. I feel like Frost was bringing it up. That's why she was bringing it up a little too much. That's why I always had a side checker. But um. I do think that it was announced, but yeah. Liger and Chester, they are... So- but is the same chick that was like, let's free frost. She should just break the law. Black woman, Black Lightning gonna be his Black daddy. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hot-ass mess. <laughs> hot-ass mess. <laughs> So that is Mimi's thoughts on this episode. We have Queen Shy. Let us hear what she
1: has to say. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for The Flash Season 8, Episode 2. I was finally able to get around to watching it. Um, Yes, as I've stated before, I was uh, out of town, visiting family, came back. So now I'm playing catch-up. So, as for this one, I really enjoy this one. Um, I think I said it in my last feedback, but uh, so far this season, it just has a different feel, a different vibe. I'm personally enjoying it. Uh, I know <laughs> Mimi wasn't feeling it, which is, um, I mean, I understand. Again, like I was telling her in the uh, in the chat, you know, some. I mean, because this is the first season where we didn't leave off with a cliffhanger or, you know, something big happening in the last, you know, to where we had to resolve it. As soon as we came back, it was building, we're building a story from scratch, basically. So there's gonna be a building up towards uh, what's, it, what's going on. And so, which, you know, lends to, which, yeah, lends to, you know a slower pace than normal in the first episode and just laying down the groundwork i don't know what storylines um she didn't like but i you know i did enjoy this one um i liked the fact that it was about barry and his you know going through going through it basically uh I guess the supposed progression into his mind snapping so we get the suspended from the job then we get the star labs is closing down then we get the 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 final revelation that joe died which by the way i do not believe for a minute because there's just no way that they would kill off such an og character like that Um, not having it, not feeling it. So I don't think, I think this is some type of misdirect. Uh, Something wonky is going on. So I'm just, and I love that. I mean, I personally like that. I'm like, I'm I'm sitting here watching it and wondering what the hell is going on and, you know, what's going to happen. And it's not that often that I'm thrown for a loop when it comes to The Flash in regards to, is this a new timeline um because i don't know iris is acting way too calm for and i know it's been six months but still it's like you know cecile and jenna are going through it but she's not um and then they don't mention wally obviously he can he's not gonna be on the show because the actor is doing other things i'm just talking about in, in passing like everyone's so yeah there's just something not quite right going on and it's just I don't know I I just I can't put my finger on it but it, it doesn't make sense especially with him being in the intro as well so and I know that um last season they said that he signed on for season eight so that alone tells me that he's not dead dead at least that's my story I'm sticking to it I'm just thinking this is an alternate timeline or some you know we got Iris and her time sickness maybe this has something to do with that and you know time is starting to be altered and messed with in some way and uh, I don't know uh, I'm just I'm just playing it I'm just going along with it just to see where it goes and that's what got has me excited it's like I have no idea what's going on and why this is happening and all that good stuff so um yeah what else again just like in the first episode I like that we're getting out and we're not stuck in Star Labs matter of fact I wasn't sad when they said Star Labs had to be shut down (laughs) I'm like oh good that means we're not going to be sitting there for half the episode again um which is great I mean I think the Flash does better when it's it broadens its scope, so to speak. I think you, you know, talk about it in the last, in your podcast about world, world building. So when we get to see that and not being, you know, secluded to Star Labs all the time. So we got different scenes this time around as well. Um, So I really, and and I don't know, that makes it refreshing too, when we're not sitting here staring at the same set, you know, like I said, for half the episode. So I like that. Um, I like that Barry was, you know, the first thing he thought about when he, he was talking about something is about to go, something bad is about to happen is he thinks the virus, like what's, you know, what's gonna happen to my wife? What's, what's you know, how's that gonna work? What is going on? So of course that's so, so Barry um, to, think of her when he thinks of the bad day having a bad day so um what else I kind of wish that um the actress um that plays Cecile would just tone it down a little bit with her with her acting she seems to sometimes go over the top um with some of but sometimes, when she's, uh, I guess, highly emotional or scared or whatever the case may be, she seems to just go a little bit extra. Um, I like that they showed Barry again another power uh, that they um, showed in this episode. So he's definitely um, enhancing all of his abilities and showing more than what he's shown you know, in the past, I don't know how many seasons. So it was great to see him um, go against the villain of the week by himself and figuring out how to how to defeat her by himself and doing just that. So I'm loving that. I'm loving that they're showing Barry being more mature, more of, you know, who he needs to be. Because I'm thinking at this point, um, he's... He's Of course, he's been a superhero for eight years. He's in his 30s. He's been through a lot. And so he doesn't need the team in that way anymore unless they're going against the big bad. Um, then, yeah, you can recruit some assistants. But these villains of the week really don't need the team. Um, of course, the only one left really is Frost. And I mean, if you want to count Allegra. Um, so they don't really have too many meta metas that's on the team um so i'm liking that barry is they're showing his maturity um in a lot of things and how he tackles problems how he approaches things he's not that um that 25 year old anymore he's gonna approach things differently he's gonna see the world differently he's been through a lot of shit so um him and iris so they're definitely are different uh they approach life differently so i like that i like that they're showing their maturity in how they deal with each other and how they deal with the world how they deal with problems um and so that's something that is such a such an that you don't get to see too often um so yeah i'm enjoying that i don't know what else uh like I said, this is mostly just uh throwing you for a loop, at least it threw me for a loop with the end and I knew that's where they were going with this, with the the, the dead comment that um that Chester made, I'm sorry, I couldn't even think of his name, um, in the last episode and then them hinting around it in this one. I'm like, What is going on? Why are they not showing Joe? And so and then what iris said and then what Cecile was hinting at and then they finally out and out said it and that's why i'm like nah that's not how it's it's gonna go down but i do feel like like said the timeline was altered because how does barry not remember the six months you know they're saying all the stuff he did but he don't remember it reminds me of flashpoint when he went back to his the, the alternate you know the the what well, he thought was the true timeline but he didn't remember like julian being there and all this other stuff happening that didn't happen it happened differently and so that's what i'm thinking that is going on that's why i think that so um so we'll see we'll see what the explanation ends up being i'm very excited to learn and find out so that's all i got until next time much love peace and black or magic queen of the couch shy
0: that was queen chai with her thoughts on this episode um i'm laughing because i had like way too much fun with the sound effects (laughs) in this particular episode as i was editing and listening to you at the same time um some good points that you made i definitely agree on his maturity it's very nice to see barry taking that you know, initiative. I wouldn't even say big bags. It's more like if you don't need the particular backup, you know, you don't need the particular backup. This is someone that, I mean, he really could have outsmarted because, well, yeah, if he had put in half this effort, it, all I need to do is knock her out. Um, he probably would have succeeded the first time. It was when he was put his back against the wall. Did he really think of a plan? Which is what I did criticize him for in this episode, but once he did um, have to come up with something you know, it's been two for two where he has been the absolute leader. Even when they're failing like, hey, we took this loss guys We're, we're gonna win in the end. He's very much the leader we've been wanting him to be for a very long time. Twinsies on the Flashpoint. But I don't know if he's I don't know if he's in a different timeline. That to me feels less likely than another Earth. But even so, the biggest issue I have with any of those explanations is if he's just been put on a different Earth, like that's possible. He's been kidnapped away. Why would he have any agency to call the Hall to go to the Justice League? That's where I'm a little thrown. But then they can also, they have three more episodes to... To explain that so that's my only thing but i think it's possible yes he's on a different earth um i don't i want to say no to the timeline thing even though i did have that same thought he must have went to a different timeline but how would he well you know what now that you bring it up actually he could have just ran there what am i saying (laughs) he lost his mind he ran to a different timeline and what he erased his memory so that he doesn't recall doing so that uh, this this, something about him being set up to feel like he's losing his mind feels more insidious of the plan i'm not sure why i think that mini bring brought up a lot of good points of why despero now is in the future and this was his home and he's like okay well now that everything has hit the fan Maybe he investigated in the future and then realized, oh shit, this is the Flash. But if you can go, as Mimi pointed out, anywhere in time, why wouldn't you? But if it is a... Now, I do know one thing. If it is one of those big, you can't change, like the mother... I think death, particular people's deaths, are things you you would want to fuck with in the timeline, right? So, changing it, I can see Despero not being... Doing that, but yeah why 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 as as she said pick a side bruh pick a side (laughs) um i will say i do think i won't say i've seen this very briefly around and i get it like the outrage of how could you just kill off a character off screen and he's such a beloved character i see that on one side but on another side i can kind of feel like this is an issue with fandoms in general and I've been myself have been a um, forgotten this, But it's kind of like sometimes we value characters so well that we can't imagine them dying. And if they do, it needs to be some ceremony. If you're going to be just following a character, like the best thing storytelling can do is surprise you. So if you kill off a character and then they just die, that is very much not any disrespect to a character just because they were beloved. This doesn't mean that if it means for the story for it to happen it can happen. Now of course they can do flashbacks to tell the story that they need to tell and I think that it's up in the air if that's what they're going to do if this is a true Joe death. I explained a little bit earlier him signing off for season 8 doesn't necessarily mean that He's gonna be in the entire season. He can show up in flashbacks. He can show up in memories. He can show up in um, in other type of ways in which you can give him more time versus the Cisco, which felt more like. And I still blame blame that on the the actor, where he had one foot in, one foot out. Just my two cents. But yeah, I'm not I'm not negatively feeling anything towards him being killed off in this manner yeah because i think they still have a lot more of the season to to get the audience to that conclusion but bring them there with this shock value of this character is gone he died six months ago you don't get like the season going through and coming up with all that is what you get to learn through the that's the journey you're going to go on and i don't think that that's a disrespectful thing to do for a character that is if they did do it like this and joe really is dead i know i'm still in denial too and that's perfectly fine as well but if they did do it like that and they really do like that that's i would applaud them for that type of decision making on a new way instead of liking the walking dead i know you didn't watch that show or a lot of other shows where they're giving a whole bunch of character work and you're like oh this character's about to die or it's announced right before they get into the season well you know they're gonna die you're just waiting for them to die i think that's a huge thing we've taken away from particularly television storytelling is that we're too much fan servicing and i think mimi brought up the same thing versus doing something that's new and it's refreshing and what's going to brighten or redefine a story and that means that some characters are just going to have to die or go away <laughs> and I know I already know somewhere in the back of your mind like well there's one character playing two characters yes we've got to move on from that point <laughs> and that's just what's going to happen because the, that's the only person that they can play with or you, you know what I meant <laughs> they're going to have a defining story with, because no one else in the cast really gives a shit uh besides they could be a character so going back to Mimi saying you know that was for Snowberries look they they can, they can be in different scenes and Snowberries are gonna be like but they were thinking about each other who gives a fuck what those delusional people think and how they're gonna put together that friends just can't be friends I, I never think about that like that didn't even cross my mind until she said it like I don't give a shit about them <laughs> and i don't think the show did either i really don't <laughs> it just happened to be hey you know we're gonna show where all of these that's his co-worker that is the person other than cisco at star labs that has been a part of this this uh job for this long i that didn't didn't even cross my mind um also, the only other thing I I saw your point on because I did expect more of a reaction from Iris, but not on the grief part. Because after six months and you process something there's always so much you're going to process. Right? I know everyone is different too and they process grief differently. And I know, yeah, they did have uh, what's her name? Cecile being very much like You know, come on, Barry, da 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 I don't know what their interaction, again, it feels as if there's been more to the story than we've been shown. So, it could be that maybe uh, Barry has been harassing, you know, Cecile after the death of Joe, that he doesn't recall, in which he's determined that something else must have happened. Uh, We don't know the circumstances of how Joe died, uh, quote-unquote, so there's way too much in there for me to to say completely that iris not being super upset that because they knew him longer i i'm always cautious about that thing because i know you know having lost three people in the last three years on um, based on some I knew not very well and some I did know very well. And I had very conflicting different reactions to them. And you don't never know until you know. So I just think that just from my personal experience, Ira's not being terribly, depending on, and, and she's been dealing with this her whole life too. I To me, if your significant other or father or cousin or brother, or whatever is in a line of work where their life Could be taken at any point. There's a certain, you know, acceptance of that after a certain period of time. As you pointed out, they're in their thirties, so yes, it might have been rough those first two, three months. But after six months, it's not like oh my dad died and I start tearing up and being really emotional. But like Mimi said, I would have expected her to ask more questions and be like, okay, what's the last you remember? What's going on? Um, Why are you just now reacting like this? Cecile, why is he just now reacting like this? Unless, again, there's an interaction that maybe Iris is not aware of. I'm leaving that up in the air. But I will say the thing about the grief. I just didn't, that didn't translate that she was not, like she would be somehow more emotional than Cecile, especially based on how long they've known him. (laughs) it could be she's more she's raising a, she's a single mother and she looks at this child every day and it reminds her of her husband so that's more of a <laughs> more of a you know that I, I don't know the emotional support there she's a, oh, I, I can see a, diff, a lot of different reasons where she may be in a different emotional place than say iris who has the next step of her life uh don't know where fucking her other kid isn't though we'll, we'll never hear that the next that story that's why i thought they was gonna kill her off (laughs) but that uh that is my thoughts on this episode and our lovely feedback as always if you want to send feedback on our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe and until the next time peace hair grease blacker magic